Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will. And I'm Brian. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from killer crocodiles to captivating concubines. And today... We're talking about giants, big old guys. So, Brian, we're, today we're talking about giants. So, I know this is the second time that I've brought up Shaquille O'Neal in two episodes. Oh, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> how far will Shaquille O'Neal have to crane his neck back to look at a giant's face? Pretty far. I would say the the shortest of true giants, uh, 15 feet tall. That's pretty tall. Yeah, it's pretty tall. That's, that's like, taller than like your house that's in almost, some cases. That's almost three Shaquille O'Neal's on top of each other tall. That's that's a lot of shit. I don't know why, but I remember that Shaq's six foot. Actually, I don't I remember. I thought he was like no, seven, seven foot, foot something. something. I was thinking of Michael Jordan. He's he six like foot six. Six foot six, <laughs> yeah, which is but, also very tall. Yeah, so I would say that uh, a, a hill giant is two Shaq's tall. It's two shacks tall. Two shacks, roughly, roughly, roughly three Michael <laughs> Jordans go. tall. Roughly three Michael Jordans tall. Okay. Yes, that's that's about right. Are Giants yeah. champions? Uh, are they? Are yeah. they multi ring champions? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. What? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, the equivalent, it's the equivalent. I'm of tired Michael's. today, man. Don't Several throw Michael Jordans sports references at me. I'm, <laughs> it's Michael Jordan. I'm not in the mood today. Hit Let's, me with stuff about giants. All right. Then. So when it comes know, to giants, I know you know about giants. All right. Most uh, well, I do now. Most giants, or the the concept of giants, comes from Norse mythology. I don't think I gotta educate anyone on what a fucking giant is. They're they're huge humanoids. The, yeah, they're there. Big. They go. They have big feet. They're not um, Bigfoot. They just have big feet. Because they're big. They do have big feet because they're big. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm not going to get into the Norse mythology of it, but a lot of this stuff is taken from the flavor of Norse mythology and, and the Jotuns, the ice giants and whatnot. I really um, like those stories are, are like kind of silly in nature. Yeah. They usually end up with killing giants. True. Very true. And killing giants is quite the endeavor in D&D. So in D&D, there are many, many, many kinds of giants, but there are only six what are called true giants. Oh, okay. And then everything else there are considered giant kin. And this is going to tie into a lot of things, which we'll get to. But well, let me ask you this. <clears throat> is is So are you saying, like, there is only one of this giant and everything the giant breeds with is a kin? So, like, there's only one entity, the giant? Or is there, like, multiple entity, the giant? Yeah, there's multiple entity, the giant. <laughs> so the giant could, like, breed with another creature to make um, giant kin? They can, but that's not what giant kin are. Okay. So, okay, let's start from the beginning. The six true giants are hill, fire, stone, frost, cloud, and storm. Those are the six kinds of giants, and they are all descendants of the giant god Anam, the Allfather, and his children. Um, giant kin are also descendants of the Allfather, 
Um, but it's kind of unclear. I'm sure it is more clear when we do episodes on things like Ettons and Cyclopses and Ogres and Trolls and Furbolg and all that stuff. Okay. We'll talk a little bit more about their specific origins okay. with giant kind. But they're not considered true giants. They're just kin to giants. They're just really big. They're just really big, but they are specifically, they are genetically uh, related to giants. Okay. And they fall in something called the Ordning, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um but giant kind are one of the absolute oldest races in like the mythos of the game, which the only other race that's like known to be older is dragon kind. Dragons okay. are older than giants. So like God or whoever, I guess the all father yes. was like making humanoids and shit and was, like made giants. Is like, ah, oh, fuck, these are way too big. Yeah, I'm gonna stop making these. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And then the All Father is really all about giants. He loves giant kind. Uh, he's really mad at them right now, and that's kind of a thing we'll talk about when I tell you the story of giants. I love how we talk about gods. They're really mad right now, which yeah. is like it's always the people. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's always, but also just right now, just right now, um, but forever. Giants they they vary in size. I think we, I I just said like the smallest giants are probably 15 feet tall. Uh, those would be hill giants. Right. Storm giants are the biggest. They're like 28 feet tall. Shit, they're really fucking big. Their life expectancies also like uh, differ depending on their type. I think stone giants live the longest, about 800 years or so. Fuck. But they live. Giants will live from anywhere from 200 to 800 years long. So they're long lived. Huge humanoid beings with very unique cultures depending on their type. Um, they all okay. All giants. Thank you, sir. What's going on? I don't know, but it's slowly descending on me. Oh, it's because it's almost falling off the shit. Oh yeah, let's fix that. Uh, Technical difficulties, folks. Give us a moment. Uh, <clears throat> um, so all giants uh, live. All giants and giant kin are involved in a strict hierarchy called the ordning. Now, okay, this is an ordning that was put into place and is enforced by the Allfather and his pantheon. It's not really clear. It seems to be culturally and almost genetically uh, in inbred into in them. Inbred into them. Okay. Yeah. Like I must follow the it's, ordning. They must follow the ordning, which okay. you would think makes them lawful, but it also doesn't like because the ordning means different things to different giants. But this is a overarching hierarchy, and all giants know their place in the ordning. Okay. Regardless of their type, including giant kin, which are at the bottom of the ordning. Um, each giant type has their own method for deciding the hierarchy order within their own ranks. Um, but the Allfather himself laid down the order of the hierarchy between all giants. Okay. So from bottom to top with the two giants, uh, hill giants are at the bottom, and then stone giants, and then frost giants, and then fire giants, and then cloud giants, and then finally storm giants are the top of the ordning. When it comes to giant kind, so wait, they're ranked by their height. Like how no, giant are they? Not you? ranked by oh, height. Wait, no, because storm giants super tall, but fire giants are actually shorter and smaller than frost giants, but they're higher than them in the hierarchy. Okay, it's because they do um, fire stuff, and that's cooler. I guess. I guess so. Um, it, that's not the reason, but the reason isn't actually given because the ordering can change. And in the module Storm King's Thunder. Uh, which I don't know too much about, but I do know that the whole premise is that the ordning has been destroyed and now oh, it's a free shit. for all. Okay. Um, but that's a story for another day. So my wild speculations aren't necessarily wrong. No, maybe <laughs> not. Yeah. Okay. It, it, the thing is, it's it's undecided. It's not told. It's unknown. Catch unknowable. me in the comments. There we go. <laughs> um, so, but the way this ordning works is that the highest giant of one order is still lower than the lowest giant of the order above him. Oh. So the king of all frost giants is still lower than the most outcast piece of shit, un, <laughs> unliked fire giant. For sure. Like, and that's just the way it is. And, <laughs> and all giants know their place in the or- ordning and, and yeah, and they're always trying to rise in the ordning within their own ranks, but okay. they're, but they're never to try and go beyond that. I see. By, by, beyond their own type. So just staying in their class, uh, just like keeping, yeah. it, keeping it real in their own domains. Pretty much. Okay. Now, so, okay. Giants at one time ruled the world in in the lore. This is all 5e lore. 4e lore is so drastically different that I'm only going to touch on it uh, very briefly. So because this is 5e lore, I'm imagining this is Forgotten Realms lore, but I'm not too familiar with Forgotten Realms so anyways, <laughs> at some point of time, a long time ago, giants ruled the world, and they had an empire called Astoria. And at this time, all the giants worked together, and they had their place in the ordning, and it was like, yeah, they were giant kind, and they were one united thing. 
Um, and they were, of course, united underneath the giant pantheon and Anum, the Allfather. Okay. Um, at some point, at the end of their 4,000-year reign, dragons and giants started a war. And it's called the Thousand Year War, and no one remembers anymore oh, cool. who started it or why. I'm not even sure if it was like all dragons or just chromatic dragons. It's not really stated. All anyone can remember is that one time that that stone giant hit that blue dragon in the mouth so hard with the <laughs> boulder that his jaw fell off. And it started a war. Yeah. But um, by the end of the... Okay, so before the war, like this empire was huge. It, it, it covered the world. There were floating cities and underwater fortresses and... Uh, great artworks and and weapon makers of the of the empire, like it was like the Roman Empire to in ancient times, you know, for sure, it was just, just the, really the big. Beginning. It was called Astoria. I don't think I already said Historia. that. Historia, Astoria, Astoria. Okay, like I'm like, OS. I'm, I'm glad it's that, not Historia, because be all I can think about is <laughs> Attack on Titan spoilers. Oh, okay, I have no reference for Attack. It's on like Titan, hugely really. based in giant lore. Is it really? Yeah, interesting. Okay. It turns um, out it is. Spoilers, sorry. Everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had, I had no idea. Uh, I guess so, it's not really that much of a spoiler. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. It's probably a spoiler. Apologies. So the war, the Thousand Year War, didn't really, like, it ended, but it didn't end in, like, the traditional sense. It was a war of attrition, and eventually the giant's empire crumbled, and the number of giants and dragons dwindled to almost nothing, which is why... The D&D world now is a place where giants and dragons are like these rare creatures that live on the outskirts of society okay. or whatever. And yeah, dragons spit shit at you at range. It's kind of hard. Uh, giants have very potent ranged attacks. Cool. We'll, we'll talk about it. Nice. Um, so after Astoria falls and the Empire is no more, the Anam gets pissed off about the whole situation and turns his back on giant kind. So much so, he doesn't answer their prayers and the giants no longer pray to him, not because they don't want to, but because his their prayers go unanswered. So instead, they pray to his children. Okay, that's he, sad. Yeah, which he has six prominent children and each uh, true giant type kind of like attaches themselves to one of, you know, one of the children specifically. Sure. Um, the, the the dream one day is that giants can rebuild Astoria and win themselves the favor of Adam again and all that, all that jazz. And rule the material plane. Yes. Um, okay. Bad for humans. So. And other races. That being said, with the ordning and all that, there is this inherently different um, spectrum of morality that giants carry. Okay. Um, I would almost say that the whole alignment chart doesn't apply to them, much like it shouldn't apply to fake creatures because it's so different. Okay. Um, so their unique morality is something called Mott and Mog, which Mott would be, I guess you could consider that good things. And sure. Things that are Mog aren't, are kind of bad. So this is alien like the Fae. Yeah, this okay. is like a blue orange morality. But almost. not the so, Fae. Right. Okay. So it's not necessarily a spectrum of, of evil and good, but it's a spectrum of giantness and not giantness. And if you do things that are giant like and that they consider good for giants and, and true to your nature is considered mott. And if you do things that are anti-giant or not very becoming of a giant or things just whatever the attribute is that they don't consider to be giant, it's called mog. Okay, since we use blue-orange morality for the fae, mm -hmm, let's mm -hmm. use maroon, red, and highlighter yellow for this one. Sure, yeah. Okay. I'll, I won't remember that, but, but <laughs> do your best to remind me. Okay. So this means different things to different giants, and we'll talk about that when we talk about like each giant kind. We will talk about what's Mott and Mog to them, and like each giant type has a title for their ordning. Okay. Like, so like I think for the Frost Giants, it's the ordning of might, while for the... Cloud Giants is the ordning of extravagance, and, and we'll talk about that in a bit, probably after short rest. Shit, okay. So um, right now we're just doing general giant lore, stuff that I can attach to them as an entire people. How big is the lore? Re really big. Big lore. Okay. Big lore, big history <laughs> for these big boys. Got it. Um, uh, they Giants have an affinity for a very specific type of magic called runic magic, which is, I'm sure it's, you can runes are like symbols or like runes are symbols. stones or stones with symbols on them. Uh, runes are symbols, okay, which the giants carve into weapons and, and objects and whatnot, and it grants them uh, certain magical powers. Usually, it's elemental powers tied to whatever type of giant they are. It's why you can you'll see like a storm giant throwing a th uh, bolt of lightning. Nice, because okay. they have access to runic magic and they've done something to 
be able to harness the, the electricity. I just remember in Gauntlet Legends when you find a rune stone. You have found a rune oh, stone. No. Yeah, yeah, that's burned into my memory. Yeah. Definitely. I love that game. <laughs> um, throwing boulders is a thing with these dudes. Like yes. It's a thing with these guys. Right. They're incredibly good at it. Like It's such a thing that in the Monster Manual, they have illustrations of each giant's boulder type and what they would look like. Um, and it's, it, <laughs> that's art, awesome. The artwork's nice. Um, and the frost yeah, giant they, just has snow around a rock. Yeah, it's like a giant icy boulder. Right. Like for the fire one, it's like a magma boulder. Hell yeah, that's I so think awesome. for the storm giant one, it's like this big massive rock with like coral and all this other like undersea oh, bullshit shit. on it. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll talk about like their specific places of living later. But they're they're just they're really proficient at it. They're really good at aiming. It's why they're seriously a threat to dragons because they will snipe you out of the fucking sky. Right. Okay. Um. And and some some giants take it more seriously than others. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um. Let's touch on four Elor for a minute here because it is drastically different. And this is one of the few times where I actually prefer five Elor to four Elor. But I want to talk about it. So in four Elor, giants were way 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 more closely tied to their element and the elemental the, the elemental chaos um i don't even think there were cloud giants in 4e i think it was just there were storm fire frost and hill giants yeah that was it okay they didn't even have stone giants they had earth elementals and they had titans and titans are still a thing in the ordning there are beings called titans that are higher than all giants. Oh shit! And it doesn't really touch on them in the in the five E book, so I'm not really going to say much about them. But in four E, uh, they're just bigger versions of giants. They're giants to giants. They're, they're just, giant giants. So like a storm titan, it looks just like a storm giant. It's just twice as big. It's like these. So it's like forty feet tall. Oh my god! Yeah, it's huge. That's a lot of Michael um, Jordans. Yeah, a lot. Of, so many Michael Jordans. Um, and in 4E, like they lived in the elemental chaos or their elemental plane or whatever. And they were, they were much more elemental looking. So like a storm giant would just be like this blue lightning being almost like a Genasi turned turned up to 11. Nice. Like they just look super infused I'm with energy. Storm. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like they were made of energy. Um, they were really tied to the primordials, which were kind of like the elemental deities of chaos. Right. That's cool. Um, and they like serve them in the Dawn War and, and all this other jazz. Also in fourth edition, it likes to talk about how like giants were the original enslavers of dwarves and Goliaths until the dwarves rebelled and kind of formed their own society. And uh, we're not going to be tall anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There was another kind of giant in uh, in 4E called Death Giants. They were giants from the Shadowfell. It's the biggest death. They're really big gothic giants of death. <laughs> OK, so, cool. So, yeah. That being said, we're going to dive into very specific giants. But first, let's take a short rest. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the episode where we're keeping it small because we're not talking about giants anymore. Yeah. Just keep it real Indeed. just keep it real small. Small and humble. But a big thank you first. Okay, we'll keep talking about giants. A giant <laughs> thank you to you guys. Um no, yeah, thanks everybody who's been talking about the show, uh telling people about the show. Yeah. We super appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Hello, new people. Hey, so many new, new people. people. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Hi. Um we don't really have anything to announce. No, I don't think so. Besides the thank you. And if you like the show, all, all we ask is uh, spread the word. Yeah. And tell people that they can find it on SoundCloud.com slash the Dungeon Cast or on YouTube if they search the Dungeon Cast. Thanks, Josh Freeland. And iTunes, leave us a review there if you want. Yeah. Also, Happy really New awesome. Year. Happy oh, New Year. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. This is the first oh. episode of 2018, man. The holidays are over. We hope you enjoyed them, whatever it is you celebrate. But mm-hmm. it is the new year. Indeed, it is. Is it the new year in England? Yes. And America. Yes. And Canada. Everywhere. Okay, cool. Everywhere, my friend. All We're the places. We're not all 256 countries. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay. I only know that many. Oh, uh, okay. Really? I know a few more. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's, let's, um, let's go back to the show. Oh, well, tell I'm people s- where to find us first. I did. Did you? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm tired today. SoundCloud.com. And did they, you? Yeah. Man, I I guess they could find us on like Stitcher and Podcast Addict That's and true. stuff like that. That's true. Where it's more than just iTunes and SoundCloud. Get in there. Tell your friends to get in there. Tell people that like D&D to get in there. Tell people that might like D&D to get in there. Get in there. Let's get out of here. All right. This rest is killing show. me. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to try and uh, rapid fire my way through these six types of giants. Um, that's not going to be possible with some of them because some of them are a little more complex. This is just too big of a topic. <laughs> that it is, my friend. <laughs> okay, so let's start. We're starting with the smallest, and we're going to work our way up to the okay. biggest. Uh, hill giants are the weakest, smallest, and stupidest of all true giants. Um, They're also really ugly. Short end of all the they, six. They get the least interesting land feature. Like yeah, in, incorporated much. with them. Yeah, well, they live. Not only do they live amongst hills, but they like to live in forests a lot too. They could okay. be called forest giants, or just giants, because they're like your quintessential. When you think of the word giant, you're probably thinking of a hill giant. So this is your Jack and the Beanstalk giant, kind of. Yeah, with the exception not as of cool. like they're. Uh, I would argue that the Jack and the Beanstalk giant might be a cloud giant because they live in the clouds. True. I, okay, so what do you remember from the Jack and the Beanstalk thing? Was the giant stupid and oafish? Or was the giant like more refined and like actually had like a house it lived in? It did have a house, but it was kind of like not the sharpest tool in the shed. Okay. And Jack was super clever. Okay. So it's like almost a mixture between the two. Yeah. Cloud giants are much more refined than hill giants. Okay. Let's talk about hill giants. So they're, they're huge primitive humanoids with like blunt, stunted features. Okay. Um they their primary their primary objective in life is to eat. And keep eating and grow big. Growing big is a big thing with them. They they will eat almost anything. And they're really oh, shit. Gross. So they'll just like start eating trees and whatnot. Um, yeah, they prefer meat. But yeah, I guess they would. They'll just eat fucking whatever. They just like to get fat. They got the thing. They're ordering. Okay, so they are the only giant amongst true giants that don't realize that they are following an ordering and that they're <laughs> part of the greater ordering. Okay. It's they they follow the ordering of gluttony, which is the biggest, strongest amongst them dictates their standing. 
Okay. So the biggest, fattest, strongest hill giant is at the top of the ordning. The one that can eat the most pica. There we go. <laughs> the The reason that the hill giants stay in their place in the general ordning is because, well, all the other giants are bigger and stronger and will beat the shit out of them. <laughs> so there's, they are where they, they are. They're better they, in every single facet. <laughs> they are. They are better in every <laughs> fucking way possible. Um, Damn. They're generally just filthy, gross, and idiotic. They're just dumb as bricks. I think they got an intelligence of like eight or seven, <laughs> something like that. I wonder when the creators of the, of, the, <laughs> of the game made this giant. They're, I bet they came up with a bunch of cool ones and were like, we don't have any shitty ones. Let's make a shitty one. A shitty giant. <laughs> yeah. The hill giant. The hill giant. They um they do have like direwolf pets sometimes, but like they're really that's abusive cool. to their pets. Aww, uh they don't cool. really bother with slaves and stuff cuz they'll just eat them. Like they yeah, they they don't even usually use weapons or whatnot. Usually they have like a loincloth is the extent of their armament. Okay. And and that is that. For Maybe sure. they'll have a tree. As their club, you know, Hell they're just yeah. really big and oafish. I was going to eat this, but I saw you guys. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Time to smash. All right, there we go. So that's Hill Giants. Okay. Next up would be Stone Giants. So the next highest in the ordering. Um, these guys are actually pretty cool. I didn't know much about them before this uh, research for this episode, but they're the longest lived of giants. They're incredibly reclusive and extremely introverted. Like they're really thoughtful and they're kind of, they're kind of like, I would say they're kind of jerky, but like. They're interesting. Well, let's talk about them. So okay. they they have gray stone colored skin, generally like gaunt, sunken features. Um, they almost look like they're made of stone, but they're they're not. Um, they like to live deep beneath the mountains. For sure. Um, for them, it's it's they they never come to the surface. So they're like ever. diggers. They're diggers, definitely. Um, they almost never come to the surface, and they have this weird kind of outlook on the surface. For them. The surface is too ever changing with its open sky and the climate and weather is always okay. changing. And like, you know, the humanoids are so short lived and like the, the political structures are always upheaving and changing. And even the mountains themselves change with the erosion of wind and whatnot. And because of that, like they view the surface world as like this dream world where nothing stays the same and nothing is permanent. Oh, my God. Like, things that happen there don't matter. And like they're not real. It's a really strange outlook. So stone giants have like some kind of weird existential depression going on. Maybe they they're super happy underground where everything's permanent and okay. Like they so they have like real. they have like existential social anxiety then. Maybe yeah, you could say that. <laughs> I, I definitely think you could argue that. It's just uh, it's to the point where it, when they do come to the surface, they think their stuff doesn't matter because it's like a dream that like they if they kill something yeah fuck it whatever I do I hear is not gonna matter exactly it doesn't matter it's not real you could you could destroy a city and you did nothing wrong because this isn't real anyway. I mean this is gonna wipe in like <laughs> fucking ten years or exactly whatever. that's it's nothing me- it's meaningless yeah. to them. Uh, if a giant is outcast and or for some weird reason, likes it up in the in the real world or in this real world, in the surface world. <laughs> uh, they're called uh, dreamwalkers, and they're like the bottom of the barrel outcasts of society. Like, oh, damn. Like, yeah, they are completely rejected. How can you stand it out there, Mike? I know, <laughs> with its open sky and its sunshine. Get out of my cave. <laughs> Get out of my mountain. Um, they, do, they, do they have society together in the mountain? They do. Okay, they're very was, communal. Okay. Um, they... Um, they follow an ordining called the Ordining of Artistry. Okay. They are artists and crafters. They are stone workers. And oh, cool. They take pride in it, and they are master level. Like, the only ones that are on the same level of stonecraft as them, dwarves. For and sure. I would imagine that stone giants like dwarves a lot, can, even though they're small. And <laughs> Yeah, they're like, hey, you're doing exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. We're really tiny. That's they, so cool. They definitely would consider dwarves uh, to be mott and not mog. Like they okay. would, humans are mog because they live on the surface and they're always changing all the time and they're not very good stonework. Like they're so ungiant like. While dwarves would be very mott to them, even if they're not giants, like there would be a certain amount of respect of like they're so good with stonework and they live underground like we do and like they're very they're very giant like how how quaint to them. So uh, like mott is like, "Oh, this like this kind of pleases me." And mog is like, "This is kind of displeases me." It's not like please and displease, it's like it's more of like, is this true to stone giantness? Okay, and sure. You, and the thing is, so they're basing their morality off of their specific kinds of personalities. Yeah, they're basing it off of their culture, and they're basing it off of the gods that they worship. But they also don't hold other giants to the same standards. For instance, like storm giants don't view, even though they view hill giants' behavior as distasteful. 
it is still mott because it is in hill giant nature to consume and raid. Okay, sure. Even though that is not in the nature of storm giants, and for a storm giant to do it might be considered mog. For a hill giant to do it, it's not mog, it's mott. Okay. Does that make sense? Mott is in line and yes, Mog is out of line. Exactly. With That's whatever exactly the right. rule, the fundamentals we're dealing are with. Are for the giant that we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Sure. So, Ordering of Artistry. The better you are with Stonecraft and with rune carving and all that other jazz, the, the more higher, Mott you are. Huh? The more Mott you the are. The more Mott you are and the higher in society you are. And the ultimate stone giant, the one that is above all the rest uh, and that they kneel to, would be the one who is the best artist. So a stone giant might like an advent- a par- adventuring party if they're doing something they see as Mott. Yes. Like, oh, how very, like, much like a stone giant of you to do this action. Right. It is. And okay. even though, like, you'll never, like... You'll never be in a part of the ordning where, like, I would consider you even close to an equal. You're still so much higher than all the other yeah. humanoids but, out there. But you did this thing yeah. that I appreciate. Right. Okay, right. sure. It's, yeah. it's a complicated uh, relationship that giants have with uh, non-giants. Um, there are a couple other things that they would consider mutt. Um, stonework is the ultimate. But there are a couple other things. Athleticism, especially with boulder throwing. The stones are the the stone giants are the best boulder throwers. For sure. And for them it is not just it's not just a weapon. It's not even just a sport, but it's an art. Like you have to throw it in a beautiful manner, in a way that looks fantastic, I suppose. For sure. And okay. Also be incredibly hone it in and be incredibly like accurate and like it be very strong and a good hit too. Like it's like it, shot putting, like Olympic yeah, shot there putting. We go. Yeah. Cool. There it is. So the discus. That's yeah, discus. Yeah, they're they're Olympians, if you will. For sure. Um, nice. They um they just throw rock. Rocks. Was that uh, Stone Giant and Lord of the Rings where the giants were fighting? It might have been the Hobbit. Series. Oh yeah, yeah. In the Hobbit, there are stone giants that fight in the in the in the mountains. That's and a fucking cool scene. It is a cool scene. And uh, I think a lot of people who watch the movies were like, "What the hell is this? Yeah, what's going on? That yeah, wasn't in at it, all. It totally, totally was in the I books." Just, Oh, it totally was. Nice. It's a very it's it's funny because it's such an epic thing that happens, but it's in like a paragraph of of words. Yeah, we walked by some bullshit. Yeah, I think like their <laughs> lives were in danger because the stone giants were warring amongst themselves in Fuck. in in the book. That's but, wild. But yeah, so anyways, yeah, it's very much the same thing. Uh, they just throw rocks so good. Um, they record their history and they also record their different philosophies and outlooks on life on life on these things called speaking stones. Oh, cool. Which are like these cylinder. The cylinders of stone and runes kind of wrap around them and the story or document or whatever it is the writing needs to fit perfectly on the cylinder so that as it wraps around, it finishes right at the bottom of the cylinder. That's cool. And if it doesn't work out like that, they destroy it and start over. (laughs) So, yeah, they they have like these deeper philosophical thoughts because they spend most of their time if they're not crafting the they kind of spend it in in quiet solitude and kind of like introverted in, in introspection. Okay, sure. Well, yeah, that, that's it. Um, when they die, they actually do become stone. They, they get laid that's down. That's awesome. Yeah. So like they, they get laid down next to their ancestors in like these huge like crypts. Yeah. And, and it's like a statue chamber almost. Exactly. Wow. But they're actually the bodies of the dead. Rigor mortis is actually just turning into rocks. Yep. It, for them it is. I wonder if they stick to the ground also, or if they're like a loose kind of, like if an earthquake came, they would rattle on top of whatever they're laying on, or if they like suction down to it, and like become part of the stone. I would imagine it's much like fossils in real life, where they kind of just fuse with it, and become yeah, part of it. like the body calcifies over For time. For sure, so that's there fucking awesome. So yeah, that's stone giants. Any questions? I'm moving on. Time to go visit great, 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 great stone grandpa. Yeah, right. Because I can. Because you can. <laughs> For sure. Um, frost giants are next in the order. Let's do these, it. These guys are a lot like hill giants. Uh, they're the raiders and reavers of giant kind. Uh, they are blue skinned. They um, usually have like long white beards and white hair. Some like in fourth edition, it was just depicted as icicle beards and ice hair. Okay. Which that's valid. Like they usually have icicles in their hair and on their skin because they live in like frozen tundra environments. Sure. Uh, they, it's not so much that they love the cold. It's that they fucking hate the heat because anything hotter than like the meat of a fresh kill. Semantics. But right. Sure. Right. Okay. <laughs> anything hotter than like the, the meat of a fresh kill is like burning hot to them. Okay. Like for they sure. cannot handle it. It's, it's no, 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 no. <laughs> um, they are very Viking esque. They're pirates. They okay. basically get in giant boats that they build. They, sail out and they reeve and they raid and they come back with their 
with their horde and their winnings. Yeah, the ocean is generally pretty cold if you stay away from the equator. Yeah, so there it, it makes is. Makes sense to me. Yeah, so and they... Um, Did you think of the Ice King from Adventure Time? Do you know what that looks like? Yeah, I know what he looks like, but I didn't picture him, no. Well, you said like blue skin and like a white beard and Is he hair big? Is he like really he's not big? A giant, he's, like a, uh. he's like a chubby dude or whatever. Yeah, he's not a giant, like, though. Flat, no, but he yeah. looks like that description. Yeah, I know what you mean, and yeah, that's generally what they would look like yeah. in cartoon form. Lives in the cold. Yeah, yeah. okay. So uh, they, they their ordning is ordning of might, which is basically the same as the ordning of gluttony. It's like the strongest among them okay. is the top. Now, the difference is like a smaller frost giant might be... Um, have enough combat prowess to overtake those bigger than him. Oh, and, okay. Like he's still more mighty, even if he's somewhat smaller. So. Yeah. So size isn't necessarily the fa- the main factor. Not necessarily, but them being giants and that helps for the fact that like frost giants don't even make their own weapons; they steal their own weapons. Oh, and so because of that, they're either dealing with weapons too small for them or no weapons at all. Okay. So it kind of comes back down to physical strength and size. So maybe so, they're stealing weapons from other giants. It would have to be giants smaller than them. Cause so stone giants, maybe they get a big old stone X from a stone giant. Okay. Like I could see that. Yeah, For definitely. Sure. But fire giants who are above them, they are not stealing from fire giants. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so physical strength is what's mott for them and physical weakness, even though that's not really a choice, that's Mog. Right. Uh, and because of that, like they also have an interesting kind of possible relationship with, with the humanoid races of the world because like if there's like a barbarian out there in the tundra that killing polar bears with his bare hands, that's Mog. Like, oh. that's, or that's not Mog, that's, oh, that's Mott. Okay, that's like super Mott. Even though like that's nothing to them, like they fucking they fucking flick a polar bear and it goes flying. Like, right. But, because, but look at that guy doing it. Yeah, that guy, he's so small, but he still did it and he did it yeah. with bare hands, like very Mott. Uh, even, bare even, hands. Huh? Nothing. Oh, keep God, going. Yeah, okay. A very Mott um, and not Mog, even though it's still weak to them and that is Mog. Yeah, but to, if, you're, if you're working on it's like relative. a sliding scale, exactly, yeah. like it's relative. Their, their Mott and Mog, I guess, is relatively relative to size. So, Like look at how much yeah. like twig that ant is moving around. Yeah. Super Mott. Now they would forge their weapons, but they can't because they can't be near fire. Cause, right. Yeah, it freaks That's them out. That's bad, yeah. bad news. So they do not forge metals. Um, I would say that it would be kind of a cool concept if you did like a rhyme fire forge that'd be dope rhyme fire is like cold fire it's like blue oh, ice fire okay sweet uh, and that's a thing in D&D that'd be kind of cool you take like, like a rhyme big fire forged of, metals or something you take like a big block of ice and you like forge it in the cold fire and make like something that never melts that'd be fucking dope yeah that'd be super cool yeah um, big ass ice sword n- now the monster manual doesn't have frost giants vulnerable to fire but I might play around with that idea since they're so averse to heat. Like right. Maybe they're actually weak to fire. Plus Pokemon. Plus Pokemon, yeah. Yeah, why not? There you go, in the types. Um, now, they, they are immune to frost, though. So cold damage does hey, nothing. Nice. But yeah, so that's it's mostly everything I have about frost giants. Do you got any questions about frost giants? I got a good grip on that one. Yeah, they're pretty straightforward. They're, again, like hill giants, but icier and bigger. Yep. There it is. <laughs> Let's move on to fire giants. They're, they're the next one. Sounds up. like and a super cool giant. I want to throw a giant magma boulder. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, and fire giants are, the, this is the first time, I think it's actually the only time where the giants dip in size. Oh, okay. Uh, fire giants are above all the giants we've spoken before, but they're slightly shorter. Um, they are, I think you've seen them, the, uh, the, the giant on the player's handbook. That's a, that's a fire giant. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have fiery red hair and beards and whatnot. And they, they actually have like darker skin. Sometimes it's like ash colored. Sometimes it's like a healthy brown, like a tan. Okay. So, so yeah, they're, they're the greatest of metalsmiths and weapon crafters of giant kind. Dwarf level again. Nice. So these dudes probably kind of like dwarves, but these dudes are really fucking evil. Uh, all the giants we've talked about, except for the stone giants, are evil. Like, hill giants fall under chaotic evil. I think uh, frost giants fall under neutral evil. The fire giants fall under lawful evil. Again, with Mott and Mog, it kind of, like, changes so, so that. What is stone giant again? Stone giant's neutral. Neutral, They fall okay. under neutral. Okay, But sure. again, this is all, for them, that means nothing. For them, it's all about Mottness and Mogness. Yeah. So, 
but with fire giants, they're pretty brutal, so they kind of fall under evil. Okay. Um, but they build these huge metal fortresses in like Sick. the hearts of volcanoes and Sick. near lava pits and stuff. They're the opposite of frost giants, where they just hate the cold. Okay. But unlike frost giants, they can deal with the cold. It just takes some acclimation and time for them. All right. Frost giants is a fucking no go. Not just happening. No, no. Yeah. Okay. And they follow the ordering of craft work, which is kind of like the ordering of artistry with uh, the stone giants. Mm-hmm. Is the most skilled in metal craft and engineering and like building making and all that with their metal nice they rise to the top so the greatest the king of fire giants is like the greatest weapon forger and also martial prowess is part of that it's a lesser part of their um ordning but it is important like all fire giants are martially uh proficient okay um not only do they make their weapons they're good at wielding their weapons nice um useful they tend to enslave because they they consider the work of craft work and architecture to be important to them, but all the menial stuff like accounting and, and mining growing ore. and mining ore, very mog, much mog, <laughs> such mog. So they have slaves do that. I'll find someone else to do the mog. Exactly. They go out and they subjugate humans and dwarves and whatnot, which is probably why Can dwarves you fucking, fucking hate imagine them. a fire giant like leaning over <laughs> like the big hill in your town like... Hey. Y'all look mog as fuck. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. No, that way, that way, that Get way. Get in my mind. Yeah, um, and so they enslave and subjugate their conquered, the conquered people to perform unskilled labor. Bummer. Although how unskilled mining and farming is, I don't know. That sounds like a fucking tough job to me. But yeah. Anyways, um, they're also known to tame hellhounds for war. And they're, oh, nice. They're good, at, they're good at waging war on, like, the skirmish level. But when it comes to actual, like, the tactics of, like, large forces, they're incredibly bad at for some reason. They just don't have the foresight. Okay. Which I think is just a way to explain away why fire giants don't take over the world. So, (laughs) there it is. Fair enough. Because they're organized enough for it, and, like, they have the ability to make the weapons and fight the fight acquire resources so, while still chilling exactly so <laughs> they i guess there had to be some reason that they haven't taken over the world uh-huh um so that's it for fire giants any questions on fire giants i don't have any questions about fire giants. all right let's move on to cloud giants which are the most confusing ones for me okay <laughs> they um they, they live on those uh air elemental clouds we talked about before they do they do they okay so cloud giants tend to make their homes oh i got it right that's real well, they do live in the elemental, uh, the air, the elemental plane of air. Okay, and they if if they do, they tend to live on those solid magical clouds that exist. Nice, just like um, Jack and the Beanstalk. Just like Jack and the Beanstalk, and in the Prime, they tend to live in cloud fortresses that are left over um, from the old empire Astoria, and Astoria is of I'm course the empire was. yeah i know a story is the empire we talked about before so on the remnants that are still around which there aren't many cloud giants live in the leftover like remains of the cities the floating cities and whatnot that's dope yeah it's pretty cool if they don't live there they tend to live in extremely high um altitude mountain peaks okay like it's got to be above the cloud line otherwise the cloud giants just cannot deal like <laughs> I mean, they could, but they, they just the bottoms won't. of these are so ugly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they don't like to see the the surface world at yeah, all. Okay, sure. Um, they're the most magical of giants. They um they can like turn into mist and like create clouds. Okay, and stuff. fuck yeah. They're the most likely to get into arcane arts, but even then, they're not really. Yeah, um, they're okay. still gonna do more runic magic. Um, they tend to order all the other giants around. Um. The storm giants are above them, but because the storm giants are so uninvolved with everything, the cloud giants kind of consider themselves the nobility of all giants. And they force the fire giants to make weapons for them and the frost giants to go raiding and bring them wealth so it would and be whatnot. them if they cared but since they don't it's me exactly yeah that's, okay. where, that's where the cloud giants are i don't fuck with um, them still but like it's me yeah, okay, yeah and yeah. so they subjugate all the other giants to do all the stuff for them damn and like yeah so you get a lot done like hey i need some fucking iron works bruh exactly that's exactly what they do okay. um they have an ordning called the ordning of extravagance which fall which has to do with wealth but not in the way that like a dragon likes wealth. So with dragons, you know, they hoard their wealth. Mm-hmm. Cloud giants don't hoard their wealth. Their wealth they invest it. No. Oh, okay. Their their wealth is meant to be displayed. Oh. They do not gather and hide it away. Do they not they do not lock it in a safe. They display it in the most ostentatious ways they can. And it's about perceived wealth too. They will like to pass things off to be worth more than they actually are if they can. Okay. And those with the most ostentatious homes with like the greatest treasures and the finest garments and and the rarest pets and and all that stuff are considered 
like higher in the ordning. Okay, cool. And I I I, th- I feel like these guys fluctuate in their ordning more than most giants because it's it's all it's like this politico when it comes to shit. Them. So they're and just like they hold parties for each other. They're always showing off. Like I don't think it's really below them to steal from each other. Like <laughs> okay, um, they they have gambling problems where gambling for them isn't about the fun of gambling. It's about defeating your opponent in a bet. And there are like ongoing betting wars between cloud giant families that go for generations. So fate smiles upon me most of Right, mind. right. Okay. Um, on another note, they like to garden. <laughs> hey, man. And they have some of the most like crazy, elegant gardens that like bear some of the most luscious and giant fruits and, and whatnot. So that's a, that's a thing they do. Sick. Okay. Um, I, I, like it. I said, they're most likely to mage. Um because I imagine knowing magic and using magic can get you magical items, which are valuable. So there that is. That's what it says in a giant high yearbook. Most likely to mage. Most likely to mage. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a picture um, of a cloud giant. They look like really big humanoids with fine garments and like wispy white hair, like cool. cloud looking hair. Sure. Okay. Um, I, I think I've seen a lot of artwork where they have like little fang things. I don't know what that's about, but yeah. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> sure. Cloud giants. There they are. Any questions on cloud giants? They sound like kind of creepy almost yeah they're a little weird i think the the alignment chart thing for them was like 50 percent of them are neutral good and 50 percent of them are neutral evil i don't even know what that means but <laughs> well, one wants to help people and the other one wants to hurt they're people. generally benevolent benevolent but like they're mostly to, to me in the lord they just seem really neutral and out for themselves and just like they're just a bunch of rich fat dudes they don't care about anything besides it, that's themselves. a cool setup for a campaign story where you're like you need to talk to this cloud giant, like great fifty percent, like win rate on this one, guys. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to have, carry a conversation with the cloud giant, quite frankly. Not but even the lawful good. One? Not even. They're not lawful good. They're neutral good. They're just a, a bunch good? of jerks. Yeah. Okay. Sure. They're just full of themselves and weird. <laughs> That's how I feel about cloud giants. That's fair. All right. So let's talk about storm giants, the coolest of all giants, because storm is cooler than all the other shit. Okay, um, sure. You know how I feel about the power yes, of electricity. Yes, I do. So, yeah. <laughs> um, they're, honestly, they're the lo- largest, most powerful, most majestic of all giants. They're probably the loudest um, giants because they can do thunder. Um, They can be the loudest, but they're generally the quietest. Oh, okay. Like, they're very, they keep themselves to an extreme degree. Okay. Uh, they tend to be incredibly contemplative seers and prophesizers. They're all about predicting the future and generally speaking they are all sent omens and dreams of portent they're they're very tied into divination for some reason okay not really explain they just do it and like their place in the ordining is it was well, called the ordining of omens and like the more omens that you receive and the more dreams of prophecy you receive from whatever the the ethos <laughs> um the higher you are in the ordining but oh, there shit. is no king among them because uh, nobody can tell who's lying and who's not. Well, no, no. Like, they generally all agree on oh. these omens and whatnot. Like, it's an established thing. It's not like they're not vying for it. I saw that owl again, bro. Yeah. They, yeah, they, sure you did. They <laughs> they do have conversations, though, always trying to see who, who did get the most because they want to know. It's very important for them to know. <laughs> Pulling receipts. Well, it is very important for them to know exactly where in the ordering everyone is because, like, they are con- the reason that they're so into these omens is they're constantly on the lookout for the next true emperor of giant kind. Okay. Because it has been foretold that when that person appears, giants will retake the world and then them, the Allfather, will come back to them. Son of a bitch. So they're all, all right. about that. Like, <laughs> so, like, for them, they honestly want to find the highest among them. They want to find that king. It's not like they're trying to lie <laughs> to become it. Okay. Generally speaking, that's what the lore says anyways. They're generally very benevolent and wise, um, although to be angered, to anger a storm giant is one of the worst things you could possibly do because they're fucking scary. And because... They follow Mott and Mog. They they don't really care about destroying your city. Like okay, so if they destroy, unless they do, if they destroy your city in a rage, like they'll feel bad and they'll like they'll be like I'm sorry and like here's some stuff to make up for it. But then the, their conscience is clean and they're moving on. Oh my god! So like, how good is that? Uh, it's like an abusive husband, <laughs> like, right? Pretty sorry much. I slapped you. Here's yeah, a sorry. watch. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what a storm giant oh, does. No, but I that's mean, awful. It's really okay. bad. But like, sorry. I but said again, that. like to anger a storm giant is like that's no easy feat. You'd have to super disrespect them and do some bad shit, and then <laughs> then then they hulk out on you. Um, <laughs> But generally speaking, they tend to live uh, deep under the ocean in like ancient 
Astorian ruins. Yeah, I was going to ask because you said, you mentioned earlier their boulders coral. are like coral. Yeah, yeah, but they also live up in the sky too, like cloud giants. So if if a storm giant decides to make a cloud fortress his home, and there's cloud giants there. Well, those cloud giants are moving the fuck out. <laughs> and now, now and my boulders are like the piece of your old castle. Yeah, like there you go. Adorned in your jewels. There it is. Um, they tend to live by themselves, giant wise, but like they don't live with other storm giants. They kind of live in solitude, but they do let other beings live in their fortresses. Like if they live under the ocean, they might have like a community of merfolk that live on the land sure and like other pets and stuff like, yeah um, you can live here yeah stu- interesting to watch yeah stuff that's like interesting or that doesn't offend them that like you know kind of just lets them live in solitude they don't mind sharing that territory they hunt in fashions most mog this pleases me yeah okay and sure. they um they don't exert their will on other giant kind very often but if they do it's unquestioned because even if the other giants didn't want to serve them the storm giants were just way too big and powerful yeah the top of the pecking order in yeah. all ways okay sure so so there it is with storm giants they tend to be depicted as uh they have like purplish or grayish skin and long epic looking beards and hair and uh very statuesque they i would say that they're the best looking of giants they're, okay. they're very statuesque and and model-esque if you will um I don't think they forge their own stuff, but since they're always depicted in like armor and helms and whatnot, they either get fire giants to do it or maybe they do forge their own stuff. It's not really clearly stated. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, that's my long winded depiction <laughs> on, dra- on, dra- on dragons on giants. There it is. Oh, I like that. That's it. everything on giants that I got. Well, any it was, questions? It was good. It was good. Okay. Um, any Hopefully, that helps any, people. Any questions? Hopefully, it's insightful. Yeah, they're very big. Yeah, very big. They they don't do a lot. And what they do, they really focus in on depending on the giant type. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. There's not a lot of them because the environment won't allow for too many because they're too so big. Like, there's not enough food for them all. Oh, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I was like, what was the thing I was going to say? It was, uh, um, they're like panda bears. Yeah, I guess. They like gotta go. They got to go, like, on a fucking journey to mate. Yeah, I guess so. Except they panda bears are dumb. Yeah, panda bears are dumb. Um, giants don't sound that dumb. Yeah. Not as dumb as pandas anyway. I mean, the Unless thing is, giants. once you get to uh, stone giants in the ordning, like, they become more organized. So, like, stone giants are a community. Right. So they don't have problems finding a mate. Okay, Frost I Frost giants got you. are a community of raiders, so they don't have problems with that. Fire but the giants, solo ones do. Yeah, the solo ones, I imagine, but, like, the solo ones are storm giants. And storm giants, you know, they live a very long, like, six or seven hundred years, and they do come together and meet and have feasts together. That's the thing. They're they, very... Okay, the thing about storm giants is they're very quiet and uh, retrospective and all that stuff, but, like... Oh, when, they party like the Norse ones. But they super party like the Norse ones oh, when they okay. actually get together, and they're actually very... Uh, affable and they laugh and they're hearty and like you know they're and then yeah. thor you know cross dresses and crashes at a party and kills a bunch of them there it is there you, there yeah, it is there it is so that's all <laughs> we got about giants folks i think we're gonna call it a game let's uh let's call it a game oh, oh, oh. well before that uh-huh. you heard it here first some of some some uh, giants yeah. are panda bears some giants are in fact panda bears here we'll on talk the to you guys Cast. later bye bye <laughs>